Yo, welcome in Sports with Balls on a Tuesday. What's up? Come on in. Stay a while. Relax. We're going to have a good time today. Good show today. Good show today. How y'all doing? I'm Jeff Michael. This is Sports with Balls. Thank you guys for tuning in. However you're tuning in, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook Live, um, all that stuff. And if you're uh, doing the podcast version, thank you for downloading the podcast and all of our other 241 episodes. Just type in Sports with Balls in your podcast arena and check us out. Today's show brought to you by Christian's Tailgate. Christian's Tailgate, one of five. Well, there is five Houston area locations. Go find them at christianstailgate.com. Best place to watch all your sports, boxing events, MMA events. Uh, Speaking of MMA, Jake Paul, Nate Diaz, MMA fight. Talk about that maybe in a little bit. Uh, Go to Sports with Balls and all your social media outlets. Check us out. Great banter. Uh, You can have fun talking with people arguing with people, however you want to do it. But go to christianstailgate.com to uh, talk with people live. Get drink specials, food specials. You got it, christianstailgate.com. All right, what we got on tap today, man? Uh, Let's see. Crazy Monday night football game. Chit-chat about the Vikings beating up on the, I guess, two-in-a-row loss San Francisco 49ers. Lots there. Trade deadline coming up in the NFL. I've got a lot to go over in the trade deadline. What else? The NBA starts tonight. And I've got them on my bets tonight, too. So at the end of the show, I'll go over my, my uh, I think I may have a 14 parlay tonight. We'll see. We'll talk about the NBA. And, of course, Major League Baseball, man. Oof. Houston Astros. Wow. And then there's another Game 7 tonight that's just as exciting, man. This is a wild time. And good for baseball. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But today is October the 24th, Tuesday, October the 24th, National Bologna Day. Who eats bologna anymore? I thought that generation had way passed, right? Do you eat, Does anybody out there eat bologna? Is that a thing? It's National Food Day. National Elizabeth Day. Any Elizabeths? Uh, Listening to the show out there, happy Elizabeth Day. National Kangaroo Awareness, that's the big one. That's the big one. Kangaroo Awareness. And then, of course, Mr. Drake, it's Drake's birthday. He's 37 years old today and uh, quite rich. He's done very well for himself, man. Very, very well. All right, this segment brought to you by Mark Thiessen and Thiessen Law Firm, thetexastrialattorney.com. Just hashtag it. Just go look this guy up, man. He's one of the best attorneys in all of Texas. And for that, I think he's in Colorado as well. This guy's unbelievable. TheTexasTrialAttorney.com, specializing in DWIs and stuff. Go follow his social media. This guy's absolutely amazing. Mark Thiessen, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, whatever. Just go to TheTexasTrialAttorney.com. Check him out. All right. There was a football game last night, folks. So, of course, we're going to dive into that first. Where, where do we want to start off with this? That was a wild, that was a fun game. Absolutely fantastic. Vikings get their first home victory of the season. They've been waiting for that long time. This was their fourth game at home. They finally win one. The trade rumors about Kirk Cousins were plentiful. He has a no trade uh, 
clause, so he'd have to waive that. But now, what do you? <laughs> the three and four with a pretty easy schedule coming up, folks. The Vikings have a pretty easy schedule coming up. They've got Green Bay, Atlanta, New Orleans, Denver, Chicago, the Raiders. Bro, they could win. They could reel off three, four, six wins in a row if they play like they did last night. And this is, mind you, this is without Justin Jefferson. You add Justin Jefferson to this, and they win six in a row. Well, now you're looking at a whole different Vikings football team. And two weeks ago, or even last week, we're sitting here saying Kirk Cousins needs to be traded to a contender. Right? That's what everybody was saying. Kirk Cousins needs to go. They need to trade him. But now, the Vikings are sitting at three and four, second in the NFC North, and have a cakewalk of a schedule the next six games. Cakewalk. Now, it is the NFL. Anything can happen. We understand that. I totally get it. But I'm pretty sure they will be favored the next six games. That's they let's say they went four out of six, right? They're sitting at eight and eight or seven, uh, seven and seven and six. Sorry. That may put them in the top. They're in the playoffs for sure. So now all of a sudden we're beating up on the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, hammering the Minnesota Vikings all week. And last week and the week before. Uh, this team's nothing. Cook's gone. Madison's not playing well. Now Jefferson's hurt. They're, they're, they're done. And they beat what people widely considered was the best team in the NFL. In the San Francisco 49ers. Granted, they didn't have Debo Samuel, which probably would have made a big difference. But now where do you go? Is San Francisco worse than Minnesota? Like, these overreactions with people are unbelievable. Trade Kirk Cousins. Now San Francisco was the ultimate, the elite team in the NFL. And now I listen to these shows in the morning when I get up and I'm like, the same people are saying, oh, well, we don't know about Brock Purdy now. What? You were just saying this guy was the MVP of the league. And now they've turned to Lamar Jackson is the MVP of the league. You weren't even mentioning his name last week or the week before. Come on, man. Ah. <laughs> That's why I love doing these shows, man. Golly. These uh, so-called uh, professionals, you know, they get paid all these big dollars for to tell you their opinions, and uh, they're wrong a lot. I'm not saying I'm right all the time. That's not where I'm going with this at all. I'm just saying it's pathetic that you guys said Brock Purdy was the MVP of the league and that Kirk Cousins needed to be traded, and now you've got Lamar Jackson as the MVP of the league because he had one good game. All right, one, and it was an incredible game, but he had one great game, and you guys are claiming that Lamar Jackson is now head and shoulders above everybody. When it was Brock Purdy two weeks ago, now if Baltimore loses two games in a row, oh, no, 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 Lamar's terrible. Oh, Minnesota goes off and they lose to Green Bay next week. Oh, trade Kirk Cousins. Dude, that's, that's just ridiculous. That's unbelievable. So the Vikings moved to three and four, and they've got a cakewalk of a schedule, like I said, coming up, man. They could easily roll off six wins in a row. And this is without Justin Jefferson. So don't count the Vikings out yet. Now on the flip side of that, the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. Problem. Did Brock Purdy have a bad night? 21 of 30, 272, one touchdown, and two bad throws. Let's not underestimate, or let's not under, like, I don't even know the exact word to, to put out right there, but. 
they were bad throws. Like, that's it. Two picks and uh, one of them in the game-winning drive. But you don't have Debo Samuel. He is an X-factor. Let, uh, let's not forget that. Debo Samuel is an X-factor for the San Francisco 49ers. And that proved last night. They would have had a couple more first downs last night, maybe even another touchdown. I think that uh, San Francisco probably wins that game with Debo. He's a big part of that offense. But Minnesota was at home, and Kirk Cousins damn near had the game of his life last night. Like, that's insane what he did. 35 of 45. 378. Two touchdowns. He did have one pick in the second throw of the game. But Kirk Cousins on fire without Justin Jefferson. Now, is he always going to play like that? No. Not at all. Their ground game was terrible. They only had 74, 74 yards on the ground, guys. That's it. 74 yards. They were crushing San Francisco through the air. Christian McCaffrey looks good. Especially for a hurt guy. Looked pretty good. I still think that San Francisco is a better team if they were at home and they had Debo. I, I, I'm not sure how this game ends up, but uh, I, you know, I, I like San Francisco. They're a better team, for sure, 100. Uh, percent You know, this is the NFL though. T.J. Hawkinson, 11 receptions, 86 yards, and uh, let's see, it had a long of 12 or a long of 22. 12 targets, man. 11 receptions on 12 targets. That's where, and this this kid, Jordan Addison, he almost had three touchdowns. He had two touchdowns last night. But now, man, talk about stepping up. I thought K.J. Osborne was going to be the guy that receives all of the attention, I guess, since Justin Jefferson's not out. But, man, Jordan Addison had himself a career day last night. That's it. good for him. Really good for Jordan Addison. Good for the Minnesota Vikings. Really bad for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not going to talk too badly about the 49ers because they didn't have Debo Samuel. They're not at full strength. And yes, should they have beaten them? Yes. But it, Minnesota was at home. That's a tough... Look, this is the NFL. It's a tough league. And people were expecting Kirk Cousins to come out and ball out, and he did. Kirk Cousins proved why they signed him, why he wants uh, to not be traded. And why Minnesota likes they had a blast last night. Was this Minnesota Super Bowl? Who knows? Was the was speaking of that? Was the Dallas game two weeks ago for San Francisco? Because they've lost back-to-back -back games since then, or three weeks ago. Was that their Super Bowl? Them beating Dallas? Is, is this still a hangover? The 49ers have a Dallas Cowboy hangover for the last two weeks? I don't know. The NFL this past weekend is wild. There's not a single team that I'm like, damn, they're, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. Like, hands down. There's not. Josh Allen doesn't look like that good of a quarterback. Patrick Mahomes, it's just Travis Kelsey. You take him out of the mix, I, who knows what, where that team is. Philadelphia Eagles, they're beatable. I would say that maybe they're the top team right now, the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'll do my top five and bottom five tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. But the Chiefs sitting 6-1, and one, Eagles 6-1. and one. Lions and 49ers. Lions got absolutely crushed this weekend. 49ers just lost. They're both 5-2. and two. And that's pretty much, that rounds out your, your top team. Like, that's it. Oh, sorry. The Baltimore Ravens that I just talked about a second ago. Who just all of a sudden creeped into, you know, Super Bowl talks with everybody. Guys, it's week 7. Just past week 7. Calm down. You don't know. Lamar Jackson's still running around. Week 10, he gets hurt. Bye-bye, Baltimore. 
That's just the way it goes. Look, Debo got hurt for San Francisco. They just got a loss. You take a couple of those weapons off of Philadelphia, they're not looking so tight. But speaking of weapons, they added a defensive cornerback yesterday from Tennessee. I think they've got four or five players from Tennessee now. And one of the main players on the Tennessee Titans that looks to be on, well, talked about on the trading block is Derrick Henry. I've heard anywhere from the Cowboys to the Bills for Derrick Henry. But here's some, here's some people that may go somewhere. Devontae Adams, which now we see that he, he sort of wants to stay, but uh, I don't know if Vegas is the place for him. I, I'd like to see him somewhere else. Hunter Henry, Chase Young, maybe, Carl Lawson, Antonio Gibson for Washington. Washington started off actually looking good, but they have really digressed. Zach Ertz, Derek Barnett, Cortland Sutton, and Jerry Judy, Denver Broncos. Yeah, they won this past weekend, but they look to be on a selling, on a selling spree. That's just some of the names out there for the trade deadline. I think there's going to be one or two big ones. We saw a good one yesterday. But we'll see how the trade deadline heats up. Here's a bigger, bigger, like, I guess, conversation for me. Is the head coaches, the hot seat. The hot seat is hot for some of these dudes. Bill Belichick. We can't do that anymore. We found out that he signed a deal during the offseason very quietly as it, for an extension for the New England Patriots. So Bill Belichick's staying. New England Pat fan, get, get used to Bill. But Brandon Staley for the Chargers, ooh, that is hot. That's a very hot seat. Frank Reich for the Carolina Panthers, lukewarm, lukewarm seat. He, there's some injuries over there. Uh, I think they'll give him another year. Here's the big one. Ron Rivera. Yeah. Yeah. In Washington. They want him gone. It is bad. Josh McDaniels in Las Vegas. They want him gone. Matt Uberflus, Chicago. Look, we know some of these guys are going. We, we know that for a fact. Every year, there's six to eight new, new jobs in the NFL. So some of these guys are getting fired, and some of them in the midseason. So right now, Brandon Staley, Josh McDaniels, Frank Reich, Ron Rivera, and Matt Uberflus. Those are your hot seats. That's your NFL hot seat, without a doubt. All right, last night, uh, like I said, 49ers lose. Vikings win. Vikings 3-4, and four, 49ers 5-2. and two. Vikings have an easy schedule coming up. 49ers look uh, tough. Cincinnati, Jacksonville. Then it opens up a little bit. Tampa Bay, Seattle, and then Philadelphia. So they got some work to do. San Francisco's got some work to do. I, I, I'll do my top five and bottom five tomorrow. See where they stack up. <clears throat> but we'll see. Last night, though, while the uh, Monday Night Football game was going on, you had Major League Baseball. Prior to that, at 4 o'clock yesterday, Central, the Diamondbacks started a game in Philadelphia with the Phillies that nobody thought that they had a shot. Nobody. Until... Uh, what is it? Matthew Kelly stepped on the mound. Wow. Merrill Kelly. I'm sorry, not Matthew. I got a friend named Matt Kelly. Merrill Kelly threw a gym, an absolute gym. Five innings, three hits, and one earned run. That being the only run that Philadelphia got the whole game. And these kids from Phoenix balled out. Three in the second, one in the fifth, one in the seventh. That's all they needed. Five to one in Philadelphia with that ruckus crowd and there's a game seven tonight 
Game seven tonight, and this is amazing. It is the first game in 111 years that the Philadelphia Phillies, they've had a game seven. That is wild. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Let's see who's pitching tonight. We got um, Brandon P-F-A-A-D-T, Fat Pfat, which, I mean, the kid looked amazing prior to. So he's pitching, and then you have Ranger Suarez for the Philadelphia Phillies. Ranger Suarez, 1-0, 0.64. Look, everything's leaning towards Philadelphia tonight. But I just the Cinderella story, the 84-win Arizona Diamondbacks. 84 wins, folks. This is, uh, you got to root for the underdog. I'm going Diamondbacks tonight. Look what just happened in Houston. I'm going Diamondbacks. I'll put that in my bet here in a little bit and tell you guys. But there's a game seven, best two words in sports, and here we go tonight. Diamondbacks at the Philadelphia Phillies. It's at 7.07 p.m. That That's central time. That atmosphere and that crowd, holy you-know-what. Wild. We went from maybe seeing a rematch of the World Series last year to the Texas Rangers, who haven't been in the World Series since 2011, and maybe the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I'm not trying to knock baseball, but is that going to be much watched? <laughs> is that must-watch TV? The Rangers-Diamondbacks World Series? Look, if you're a baseball fan, it probably is. I, I That may be the most exciting World Series. I'm not bullshitting. That may be the most exciting World Series you could possibly root for. But from baseball's MLB's perspective, Viewership-wise, that's probably not going to be it. But for a baseball fan, me personally, go Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks Rangers World Series sounds amazing. <laughs> Two teams that, I mean, absolutely want it. Sure, the Philadelphia Phillies have the names, right? They've got the big names. they got the Bryce Harpers. They've got the pitching staff. Sure, yeah, that'll draw in a little bit more attention and a little bit more viewers probably than the Arizona Diamondbacks. But these scrappy kids from Arizona, man, I, th that just looks fun, man. That looks fun. Bring on the Diamondbacks and Rangers series because the Houston Astros last night become the first team in Major League Baseball history to lose five straight home games in the postseason. Don't blame it on their coach. Don't blame it on anything else but the Houston Astros. You cannot lose five straight home games in the postseason. First time in Major League Baseball history. Everybody asked me yesterday, what do you think about the game? What do you think about the game tonight? What do you think about? I said, I'm worried. The Astros are not good at home. They haven't been good at home all year. They are under 500, way under 500. We're talking six games under 500. Now, during the regular season, I think they were one game under 500. But this postseason, terrible. They've been bad at home all year long. The numbers between the Astros at home and on the road are ridiculous. It's unbelievable. And you can't lose those games at home. You can't. Five in a row in the postseason? MLB record? Look, nobody blame but yourself. The Astros took it on the shoulder. Or took it on the chin, I should say. It is what it is. And I'm an Astros fan. I think everybody knows that, but... That's frustrating. Will they be back next year? Probably. This is seven straight ALCSs. This team is absolutely amazing. But they lost. They lost five in a row at home. 
And the last two, that, those were the most important. I, I, I thought that two days ago, if they didn't win, it was going to be tough in game seven. I, I was rooting in, in for game six. Like, that's the one I thought they should have got. But they didn't. And, of course, went to a game seven. And, boy, did the Rangers tee off. Tee off. It wasn't even close. They scored three runs in the first inning, and the game was over. It was 11-4 to four by the end of it. They got a kid over there. Man. Adolis Garcia, is that how you say it? That kid, uh, he's breaking records right now. Unbelievable for the Rangers. It's a good team. I don't know if y'all remember what happened the last time they were in the World Series, but it was ugly. They were one strike away from winning, and the Texas Rangers lost. I believe it's to the Cardinals. One strike away from winning the World Series. Here we go again. They haven't been since 2011, and the Rangers are back in. The Astros will stay at home until uh, 100 and something days from now when they do pitchers and catchers report, but the Astros have nobody to blame but themselves. 39-42 and 42 at home. Lost five, five straight games at home. That's it. That that I don't know. Obviously, the last two. Man, that will tear you apart for a fan base. But here we go with the Diamondbacks and Phillies tonight. Game seven. That's going to be fun to watch. No, I'm going to tune in. I am. There's no football tonight. I'm sure the Monday night football game blew the Astros and Rangers ratings out last night. But tonight, there's no football on tonight. There might be college. I'll get into that in a little bit. But Diamondbacks-Phillies tonight, 7 o'clock, should be a hell of a game. I'm excited for that. Should be a lot of fans watching that. But uh, go Diamondbacks. Look, I, I, look, the Phillies should win that, but Diamondbacks are a good team. Scrappy. Be fun to watch the Diamondbacks and Rangers. That'd be a blast of a series. So on to something else that's starting today. The National Basketball Association. That's right. The NBA kicks off tonight with two games. I can't believe that the NBA is already going. I can't believe LeBron's in his 21st season. He'll play tonight at Denver. And the Suns, who lost uh, Chris Paul during the offseason and went to the Warriors, is who they'll face. So the first game that Chris Paul will face as a Golden State Warrior will be against his old team, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, right now, you have Denver minus five and a half. They'll get their rings tonight. I love that line. I think it's been over two thousand days since the Los Angeles Lakers have won an opening game with 82 games in it. Opening game, yeah, with an 82-game season. Over 2,000. It's something ridiculous, like 2,200. So give me the Nuggets minus the five and a half. And then the Suns and the Warriors. I like the Suns. Oh, it's... How did... This is no BS. Right before the show started, it was Golden State minus two and a half. I mean, minus one. It is now... Golden State minus two and a half. It jumped a point and a half in 20 minutes. So something must have happened. So I don't really want to speculate, but I'm taking Golden State. If Kevin Durant's playing uh, and, and, and Booker's healthy, give me Golden State. I'm looking right now. Uh, game time decision on Booker. There you go. That's the reason. Uh, Den uh, Draymond Green is out for the Golden State Warriors. I forgot to look at exactly the stats with Draymond Green out, but it's not good for the Golden State Warriors. And if Devin Booker sits, that's the big deal. That's it. So that must have just happened. I'm still going to take the Suns. I don't, I don't like the Warriors without Draymond. I get it that Chris Paul's there, but man, eh. 
And the game before that, LeBron James and the ageless wonder Lakers take on the Denver Nuggets, like I had mentioned. Denver obviously winning the championship last year. I love that game. Denver minus five and a half. What are the odds Anthony Davis gets hurt this game? I'm going to give it 50-50. (laughs) I am. I heard somebody say, uh, I think it was Platsky say the other day, um, that uh, how how do the Lakers get to the NBA championship? And he said, well, LeBron and AD have to stay healthy the whole season. And then everybody started laughing. Because that's exactly right. Like, they're not going, there's no possible way they can stay healthy the whole season. Anthony Davis has never played an entire season healthy. LeBron James, obviously, we know, is getting a lot older. And then I hear this morning that the LA Lakers are entertaining a thought about bringing on James Harden. Please do. Look, I'm, I'm in the business of content. Please bring James Harden to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, fantastic. I would love that. Take him to L.A., let him party, let that whole city or let that whole team. Oh, my goodness. That would be fantastic. That would be awesome. An overweight James Harden and an old LeBron James and a very, very brittle Anthony Davis in Los Angeles vying for an NBA championship. Bring it on. I'm here for it. Let's go. Go Lakers. (laughs) All right, let's get to my picks. Uh, end of the show. Let's see. I'm going to take Denver minus five and a half. Pick number one. Suns plus two and a half. Pick number two. And then I'm going to take Diamondbacks money line tonight. Yep. You heard me right. Diamondbacks money line. And I believe there is a FBS game tonight. Let's check it out. Yep. New Mexico State. Five and three New Mexico State. And Louisiana Tech. And then Liberty at Western Kentucky. Man, Liberty. Wow. Give me Liberty. Minus five and a half. There's your four-team parlay. Liberty, minus five and a half. Diamondbacks money line. Denver, minus five and a half. And the Suns, plus two and a half. That's the show. (laughs) All right, guys. Got a couple people to thank right before we get out of here. Number one, Christian's Tailgate. Go to christianstailgate.com. Best place to watch your games, watch the fights, drink specials, award-winning food. Go to christianstailgate.com. Find one near you. Also, Thiessen Law Firm, thetexastrialattorney.com. Mark Thiessen over there. Unbelievable place, man. You get in trouble over the weekend or during the week. There's a couple of NFL players that might want to call Mark Thiessen. They got in trouble over the weekend. I'm sure you heard about that. So uh, give them a call, 713-864-9000 if you're in the Texas area and uh, or Colorado area. Give Thiessen Law Firm a call, 713-864-9000, specializing in DWI, obviously criminal defense. All right, guys, tomorrow's show, top five, bottom five NFL teams. Can't wait on that. That's going to be fantastic. What else we got tomorrow? Oh, by the way, one week from Halloween, one one week today is Halloween. I have no zero Halloween decorations put up. I don't know about you guys, but I have none. I, I it's just Halloween just kind of came up, and I'm like, oh my! My son's walking around. I didn't even realize <laughs> that he had on a Halloween costume today that they were going to school in. And I'm like, oh wow, well, it's Halloween coming up. So hopefully you guys have a good one. It's uh, on a weekday, so all the parties will be this weekend. Be careful out there. What else happened in any news? Uh, let's see. Saints wide receiver Chris Olave arrested, like I said a minute ago. Yep. 
University of Michigan still has an issue on its hands. I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. That kid that they dismissed, uh, what was his name? Connor Stallions. Has, he bought tickets to 11 Big Ten football games, guys. And this was not <laughs> – this isn't while they were playing. Uh, this is not good. There's video evidence this week of illegal technology used in scouting tied to tickets purchased by Stallions. We will go over that tomorrow for sure. All right, guys, if you missed anything, type in Sports with Balls on your podcast arena, anywhere you get your podcast. Great show today. Uh, we went over absolutely everything. So <laughs> go listen to it. Thank you guys for joining me. And go follow Sports with Balls on all your social media outlets. My name is Jeff Michael. See you tomorrow morning. Same bat time, same bat place.